Hey all, a few quick updates. With Twitter, or X, increasingly on the fritz, I've created a substack at jaxyaks, that is J-A-X-Y-A-C-K-S dot substack dot com that I'll be using to send out updates about the podcast and my other projects rather than trying to hop on to every new social media that pops up. It and my current social media links will be in the show notes of every episode. Also now linked in the show notes, the interest form for Fanstuck and Problematic Faves episodes is back. If you have a Homestuck fan work or a wonderfully terrible character you want to come on and talk about, fill out the form and I'll see if we can set something up. That's all I have for now. Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. This is Jackie, a.k.a. Jackson. Welcome back to a special episode of Live, Laugh, Stuck, or maybe this is another podcast I still haven't decided. Maybe it's both. Formatting and decisions are hard. Anyway, uh, I have a very special guest with me here today, and we're going to talk about some very special topics. Sergeant Spank, who the fuck are you? Well, uh, people most know me from my um, bro body pillows that I put out and uh, won, won two like homestuck contests for. And I, I'm known in the fandom as the um, Strider Sest shipper of all time. <laughs> That's pretty much me. My uh, whole legacy is just trashy fan art for fun. <laughs> it's good trashy fan art. I still want that bro boob mouse pad. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll let you know when it comes back in stock. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it's just just love it. But yes. So as, as you might tell from that introduction, uh, spicy topics here today, because oh, today yeah. we are going to be talking about kind of homestuck fandom purity culture and maybe fandom purity culture in general. But uh, we'll see if we can keep it laser focused on on homestuck because we both have plenty of experience in that general area. We sure do. <laughs> that said, if this is an episode y'all don't want to listen to, don't listen to it. Like, it's fine. I'm not going to have my feelings hurt. Uh, start to spank. You're not going to have your feelings hurt. Not at all. <laughs> it's, you know, people, people say that they come here for a good chill time. And this is a good fun time. Chill might not be it. No, nah, probably not chill for <laughs> the most part. I mean, we're going to get into some heavy topics, I think, but. Still fun, no no less. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely not everyone's cup of tea. So just uh go on and skip this one. And I might instead of doing every other week, I might put this I might have one coming up next week, just so you don't have to wait too long for a classic episode. Okay, I guess it is kind of a good idea to start with some background. So I used to be kind of in the whole purity culture mindset it's it's really weird because now we have the terms anti and pro ship or anti-anti or there's like a billion other fucking names for it but anti usually tends to say about the same yeah 
And I never ascribed any of those words to myself. I was just told that certain things were bad and I felt guilty about liking those things. And it was just more proof that I'm a bad person. And I just internalized a lot of that. I never really harassed anyone about it. The only thing I did once was someone posted porn in a not so safe for work channel of a hive swap. Uh, a friend some character who was potentially underage and i said some shit against that but like that's that's the most i did and this is not to like i don't know i'm not saying um i was actually one of the good ones because it still sucked it was just more bad for me than for anyone else uh if that makes sense absolutely and the whole like anti-movement is kind of centered around shaming people into believing that these kinks or like the, the things that they consume in uh, a fictional context is, is supposed to be like pure and if you don't follow those uh rules then you are dirty disgusting like that's their whole thing so her, their whole memo is to guilt you if you do not consume nothing but coffee shop AUs uh, throughout your entire time in a certain <laughs> fandom. So yeah, of course you were made to feel like guilty. Absolute garbage. Yeah, I mean, absolute garbage. It's it's a cult. So yeah, and I had my uh, you're are you familiar? You're familiar with Orin High School Host Club, right? Absolutely. So you know, it's what got me into incest ships. Yeah, absolutely. Mean, yes, it's what got yes, of course. It got all of us like '90s kids into incest ships. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but so, you know, at the beginning, as in the episode, they are slowly figuring out how he is a girl. There's mm-hmm. like the light bulbs start coming on. Yeah. So I had my light bulb start coming on over the course of like some months. Okay. Yeah. So the first one was I was in a friend server that just if you wanted to know the dirt on fucking anything in popular Homestuck Twitter, you went there and I was there. And so one of the things that got posted there was the problematic zine. Was there a different name? Because I'm getting it confused because there was a different problematic zine with an eight as the B that was about like characters people considered problematic here's a scene about them and then there was the problematic zine that was more about like the character shifts and interactions and stuff that was considered problematic and made a zine about them honest to god i could not tell you because i i haven't uh, been super prevalent in a bunch of uh homestuck organized like fan activities until very recently honestly that's fair so i have no idea you'll have to tell me all about that Yeah, well, this was back in 2019, and the first one came out, and it had ships like, I'm pretty sure it had, like, Rose Dock Scratch in there. Uh, It had some more vanilla ones, too. Like, it wasn't just all, it was just like, you can do whatever in here, right? But yeah, but like, this was not a positive space where it was shared. Everyone looked at it, and everyone made fun of it, and were like, why would anyone make any of this? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. That was my first light bulb moment, because like, if you think it's like terrible, bad, immoral, the worst, why are you sharing it and looking at it? It's to pick on at people. It's, it's, you know, kids did that shit in high school. Like they targeted yeah. certain people to uh, shit talk and bully. A lot of that came from being bullied themselves. And so they decided, you know, well, I need a target too, if I'm going to be a target. And they kind of take their um, frustrations and the lack of 
control they have in their life out on other people for you know no other reason than to feel better about themselves and it's it's sad but like i get the logic behind it their logic behind it it doesn't make it okay though you know like it's it's free to be nice to people just be nice and I, I guess a lot of my things is this was a lesser extent of how aunties will share things they think is literally illegal, but they'll share it and they'll post it and everything. And this, yeah. like, well, I don't think anyone said anything in there was literally illegal. It was still like, if you think this is so immoral to, like, consume, why are you consuming it, right? And spreading it and sharing it. If you think it's so bad that people are seeing it and experiencing it and having to, to look at it. Yeah. Like, you went out of your way to get this and share it here. And my second light bulb moment was I have to be careful because the the uh, at least one person involved doesn't want to be, like, brought up in anything ever again, which is fair. <laughs> Absolutely. But, like, I was in a, a group with two friends and one friend had posted or, like, retweeted a thing about how, like, 16-year-old anime characters are made to be considered attractive and not necessarily look 16. That's the draw. That's why people find them attractive is because they're made to look like attractive adults nine times out of ten. Yeah. And in that group, the other person blew up, said we were harboring a pedophile, what? left the group, and uh, I uh, shamefully uh, cut contact with the first person. I have since reconnected and apologized, and we're chill now. That's great. Yes. That's awesome. I mean, and I understand because you probably feel very pressured. That's scary. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, especially, um, not to narrow this down more, but the, the, the person who blew up carried much more weight in the fandom. It wasn't a fun time. <laughs> no, I imagine not. Um, but I had agreed with that post when I saw it. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like my second light bulb moment. My final light bulb moment was someone saying non-con was bad and anyone who liked it was a rapist. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I read non-con in my grandma's Harlequin romance collection in her guest bedroom when I was like 12. Yeah. I've researched this. It's fine. You're literally wrong. Like, think about the Sleeping Beauty series that Anne Rice wrote. Like Right. Yeah. Like. Non-con is so normalized in our culture, like, as far as kinks go. Yeah, you don't have to like it, but, you know. Yeah, it's literally fine. Like, it's still on the spicier side of things, but, again, my grandma's collection of romance novels had it in it, right? Yeah. And so that was my final light bulb and my final mm -hmm. switch over to uh, the pro ship side of things. Yeah. And everything went downhill from there until it went uphill. And everything's great now. Oh, that's good. I mean, I, I completely understand. I never really hit the uh, the anti side. I never, I never really touched that personally because I'm I'm 31 years old. You know, I I grew up in like old fandom shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking like when SailorMoon.com had like a chat room and an email system, and like when. AIM was a thing, like, oh my I, God, AIM. <laughs> AIM, yeah, uh, when, uh, was it Winamp, was, like, a, a MP3 player or something, mm -hmm. a digital MP3 player, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm old, is, is dirt, um, and so I, I sort of experienced, uh, fandom through friends in high school, 
people I had met online and I had never in my life experienced people being so like, like basing their, their moral compass on what they like in fandom. I never really experienced that because to me, they were always just fucking cartoons. They were always just uh, Barbie dolls to just do whatever with. And it didn't affect anybody. It didn't uh, ruin anyone's day if I liked a certain ship. Like, I I never really experienced the anti-side of things until my um, body pillow, the, the Boris Strider one that I broke came out and um i was definitely targeted after that and it it certainly had me questioning for a long time about whether or not i was a a bad a bad terrible person talking like breakdowns breakdowns like yeah maybe these people are right you know but i never uh fully subscribed to those ideas and i never will because there's absolutely no reason to it's very unhealthy to base morality on what kind of cartoons and what kind of media you consume because just because you enjoy Hannibal for example doesn't mean that you know you're going to become a fucking cannibal it doesn't work that way so it just to me it's just it makes more sense and I'm so sorry that you had that experience with uh, your friend that's yeah terrible. And I, I think the the reason why it happened, because I'm I just turned 32. I my first uh, fanfic experience was on. Do you remember Quizilla? I do remember Quizilla. Yeah, I only read fanfics on Quizilla and I did not go there for fanfics. I went there for quizzes and then fanfics happened. Right. And every just about every fanfic I read, if it was longer than a couple chapters, eventually had the main character who was basically a self-insert Mary Sue experience non-con it was extremely common and there was like oh my god all the band rpf that i read like i i started out phantom in a very like what is now considered problematic space but i never made online connections i like would make one or two friends and then not keep in touch with them and i never made like online fandom friends i was very bad at that homestuck 2019 is the first time i really made online fandom friends it's just they happened to be in this anti mindset and it wasn't something that even came up for like months. Right. Right. And by then I was just, I, I, you know, very good at guilting myself and thinking that I was the problem and stuff. Yeah. I mean, they make it really easy yeah. to, to feel that way. You know what I mean? Um, I can honestly say the same about not having really experienced, you know, like uh, a, a group of people that really engaged with fandom until I uh, got into Homestuck. I initially got started in Homestuck in about uh, 2011, I want to say. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've, I've been around for, for quite a bit in the fandom. And back then, um, <laughs> Strider Cest was one of the top 10 ships. And uh, so. Strider Cest is king that's why yeah and and so like it, it's 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 very interesting for the fandom to take such a massive like nosedive because it like problematic ships were just normalized in the sense that like it, everybody agreed that it was just fiction and they just enjoyed their fiction and went about their lives like whatever because you know it's it's again it's cartoons so 
it's very weird how it took a, a turn and I think it had to be like 2015 when it started really because um, I think it started with the Raylo situation where people were like mm. losing their shit Raylo. Raylo. That is when I started getting those ideas on Tumblr. It's so funny because the uh, Voltron sheath versus Clant stuff happened Ooh. and I knew that that was dumb because I shipped sheath, right? Yeah. I shipped sheath. How can you not see the sheath chemistry? What do you mean they're brothers? What do you mean it's pedophilia? You're not making any sense. They're both adults. What? Yeah, they're they're both adults. They're not brothers. What are you talking about? And then the Raylo stuff happened, and I fell for that hard. Mm. I had only watched the first movie, did not really care, and I fell for the Ray- the anti-Raylo stuff. That's when I saw anti-DDLG stuff pop up. I blame everything on Voltron. <laughs> I don't know if that's historically accurate, but definitely around then is where I saw like a huge surge in like, cool, we're going after everything now. Absolutely. And it was framed in such social justice terms mm-hmm. that I started getting into that mindset and feeling feeling guilty for the things I did like. Yeah. And it really did feel like it was out of nowhere. And then people started like to really... Uh, subscribe to the idea that you know what you consume through these shows uh, is uh, what you like in real life you know Mm -hmm. what you would want from from your own relationship people started believing that artists that had been creating this content for years that they used to be okay with were all, all of a sudden predators it really is just sort of a a buzzwords and fear mongering type situation i think yeah and it's it's also got um very high school click regina george um plastic you can't sit with us kind of energy yeah and that's what it is like it's a group of bullies that you know indoctrinates people into this crazy cult where they believe that um queer sex is really dirty and bad and wrong if it's not presented in a really super pure and soft way um, but they'll but they will absolutely be okay with violence and like they they don't care if it's violence, but if it's sex, you know, they have an issue. <laughs> That's queer sex, they have an issue. It's really funny because like people who draw a bunch of gore are really into gore will be like, it's not like you can draw jack off to gore. And I'm like, oh, oh babe, you don't even know. Yeah. Of course you can. Tons of people do. This yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's it's also really funny to me because like Game of Thrones was like alive and strong at that time, right? Game of Thrones is what I go back to often and what a lot of people go back to often when it's like there is a mega popular cultural sensation that is rife with incense, uh, incense incest and non-con and underage relationships and just really heavy themes and these people don't go after george rr R. martin that's his name right yeah george rr R. martin they and they barely go after the fans i think they go after the fans more now because the current series running is explicitly about main characters who are into incest like incest yeah. relationships yeah but like they're not Jane, real <laughs> yeah they're not real and it's just like the lannister brother and sister their relationship was not portrayed in that negatively of a light. It was definitely portrayed as romantic in plenty of times. Oh, yeah. She was, like, in love with him. Yeah. Like, explicitly. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. 
that show did not suddenly make everyone think incest was okay. No. No, they didn't. And and consuming media with incest in it doesn't automatically mean that you believe that incest is okay in, in the real fucking world, you know, with real people. That's That's not how it works. It's like, it ties into the, like, thought crime thing where it's like uh you believe that um you consume this fiction and you think about this thing therefore you uh engage in this thing in real life and uh believe this thing is okay um like people who have um and and I I think it's really shitty and and honestly kind of ableist to uh, apply thought crime to um People in fandom because people with intrusive thoughts uh they they you know experience pretty awful things uh when it comes to intrusive thoughts it's it's kind of taking this this idea about thought crimes and and how like if you think about this thing then you're gonna do this thing and completely negates any anything positive to do with people who are working on their intrusive thoughts yeah and also like uh, this is more anecdotal than ever anything i feel like there was one article around but now i i'm not sure i could find it off like without a bunch of research but people seem to be developing pocd which is uh pedophilia ocd where they are consumed with the fear that they are secretly a pedophile yep that's a very real thing. I've yeah. seen people talking about it on TikTok, and I'm sure there are multiple articles out there uh, about um, people's experiences with that. And uh, a lot of that has become a very real thing very recently because of um, internet culture and fandom culture and how people consume their media and how people are uh, demonized for consuming their media in a wrong way. Yeah, because it's not just about actual underage ships. It's like uh, from My Hero Academia and Hawks, like a ship between two adults that have an age gap because it's like 20s and 40s or something. And people call that that. pedophilia. And it's. It's wild, like this man can have a mortgage. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hawks could have a fucking mortgage, and he he can legally drink. Um, this is a full grown ass man. Yeah. So what is the issue? Uh, I'm sorry. He, he Hawks is how old? He said you said 24. Uh, I I just said like I he's in his 20s. I think it's he's like early 20s. to mid. A 20 year old minor. Yeah. And it's it's just a, a huge issue because, like, you know, partially because they're not just coming for uh, actual, like, underage content. They're coming for short people. They're coming for, uh, uh, you know, people yeah. who just, like, don't look as adult as they think people should look. Or people who like um, more, like, girly girl stuff. It's absolutely insane. It is. It's it's also kind of uh, I got to say that it's a little transphobic to believe that small people are there. There are I I personally know um, a very petite, small trans man that often gets mistaken as a child. And um, 
it's I, I think it's it's really shitty to um apply the idea that small bodies equal child. Yeah. Because these could be fully grown ass fucking adults with again mortgages, with with bills to pay, with um jobs and and kids even and like it would not matter to these people because uh they are small in air quotes and look like a child i want to pivot to another problem with purity culture that isn't just about the kinks and everything absolutely because it's it's something that people don't always ascribe to purity culture because they just get caught up in the sex stuff because that's how they are. That's one of their big problems. But also purity in consuming deals with having the correct thoughts about the media, having the correct head cannons. And of course, I'm going to turn this into June discourse. Yes. All right. Absolutely. And I have a lot of thoughts about this, but continue. <laughs> and it's not just June discourse. June is the the most obvious one where uh, it became very early on, earlier than when June became air quotes canonized mm-hmm. by Hussey. Yeah. Way earlier than that, did people start saying, if you personally do not like June Edward as a headcanon, you are a trans misogynist. Yeah. I personally knew a trans man who changed his name. Uh, his name used to be John. Mm-hmm. And then this happened. And then he changed his name. Yeah, because he did not want to be associated with John anymore. Uh, it became very toxic to many trans mask people. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and they don't care if it's toxic to trans mask people. They don't they don't care if like you personally like really related to John as a character. They don't care. They actively made fun of people who had canon John as trans mask. Yeah, it's it's the bully thing. Yeah, and. We'll we'll get back to June in a second, but beyond June, there was also Vriska was another big one because of the Pester Quest route, where the writer at first after came out when people asked said, "I'm not holding your hand. You make up your own mind about what I canonized in there." Right. And then of course, what Pumpkin's company line is: "Nothing is canon. You do what you want." But that's not the truth yeah. because the writer after that, even after saying that. The writer in the fandom around Vriska said, if you don't think Vriska's trans femme, like was made canon in Pester Quest, you're a trans misogynist. Uh, if you don't think Vriska is a lesbian, you're a, uh, you know, you're a, a lesbophobe. lesbophobe. Um, okay. If you don't like that we're changing canonically bisexual characters to be lesbians, you're also a lesbophobe. I just, I, I feel like it's very strange to apply like human gender identity issues onto an alien race where they just are like they choose their gender regardless like their genitals are all the same and not not that like genitalia has anything to fucking do with it but they are literally a completely entirely alien race where where gender constructs and shit they do not really apply in the same fucking way and to to apply real life issues and and real life identity crisis crises crises onto fictional characters that are 
literally fucking aliens is is very strange to me and it's like okay yeah absolutely let let briska be trans femme that that's totally fine that's wonderful um and honestly let let june be trans femme as well that's that's incredible wonderful but you also have to understand that you have to let other people have their head cannons and enjoy their Barbie dolls in the way that they want to enjoy their Barbie dolls as well. Like you all have to play nice and play fucking fair. And just because you play with your Barbie doll as a trans mask, John, for example, um, doesn't mean that you're suddenly a fucking trans misogynist. Like trans John and John in general can exist just as much as June exists. It's a multi it's a multi-universe like comic it's that's the that's one of the biggest things in the whole comic is it's a multi-universe multi-dimensional comic where there are um other selves um throughout the comic so it just makes no sense to uh claim trans misogyny or lesbophobia um when there are multiple fucking universes with these characters I also want to say, if you cling to canon so much, one, Essie has canonically set, has said that all ships are canon. Two, Essie yes, has said that uh, lesbians, like, sexuality, human sexuality doesn't quite exist for trolls, but Kanaya is a lesbian in the sense that she has a, that it's a fetish, like, having a preference for blonde hair. Right, and uh, not to mention the fact that Carcat uh, himself in the comic looks at dave like he's grown two heads and uh he's like okay so like incest is an issue for y'all whatever but it's obviously not an issue with trolls i mean they they procreate with an incestuous slurry like that's one of the biggest things in homestuck and and other canon like uh moments of of incest and and homestuck is when cronus and and eridan go on a date and dave openly hitting on rose and vice versa and uh and roxy like <laughs> it's just weird to apply purity uh culture ideals to a comic that is literally just it's all just garbage shits where everybody is um having a spark with with everybody you know what i mean yeah about the dave rose thing I have a question because this has been my something that I always miss every time I go through and read Homestuck is so in act four, whenever the whenever John dies and the time skip happens and we see Dave and Rose hanging out before Dave goes back and becomes Dave Sprite. Right. Even before the hussy commentary, everyone said, yeah, I can't believe Dave Rose happened in that. That's so cringe. I never saw that in the text. Am I missing something in my read-throughs? Or was there some other cultural context around it? I don't think so. And and here's 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 why. Here's why I don't think so. I think that everybody is going to interpret things differently when they read through stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh they're going to interpret interpret the, the comic differently and and no no matter what you do, like everybody's going to have a different experience with with the comic and honestly it was made to sort of be that way for you to come up 
with your own conclusions and i think that uh, personally i love dave rose i think dave rose is great i think there's a lot of chemistry i think there's a lot of possible possibilities for hurt and comfort within that ship and uh i think it's a great ship and i think that there is canon evidence that it was definitely something that was kind of like touched up on and given to the audience like oh they're very obviously fucking flirting i don't i i i I hate to say that i can't remember exactly um which part of the comic you're talking about but i can't (laughs) i can't remember exactly that part but if people saw like sexual tension or romantic romantic tension in that in that part of the comic then cool great you know i don't see it as cringe at all it's it's you know it's just a comic (laughs) it's just funny because like everyone talks about it like it's a fact that dave and rose got together in the doomed timeline that dave sprite came from i think that there might be some evidence that you know leads to that being a very high possibility but you know, it it all depends on how you read it, I think. Yeah. And if people took Dave Rose as being canon for that, then hell yeah, that's a win for me. You yeah, know? absolutely. Like, that's, <laughs> I guess that's just what I don't get is like, y'all don't want this to happen. Where are you finding the evidence that I, someone who does want it to happen, can't find? Right? <laughs> like, I'm the one who bitch. should be reading into this. <laughs> absolutely. They they want a reason to bitch. That's all it is. Uh, they Yeah. They're miserable, and uh, it is a topic that they can bring up that is disconnected with uh, with themselves, so uh, they they can bitch about it without you know having to look within themselves as to why this is such a big issue. Yeah, well, I'm about to come up on that in my uh, in my reread through with Moosey oh, as of good. recording this, so I'll I'll investigate again. Please do, and please tell me what you find. Yeah. I'll tell the world what I find uh, if I, I, I got to talk to Moosey and make sure it's okay. We haven't talked about this stuff specifically. Like mm. they're chill. It's just like, just because someone's chill doesn't mean they want to talk about it on the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Understandable. There are just so many off topics we could get onto and I could make the whole episode about that. Even just focusing on Homestuck as a fandom. There is canon stuff in Homestuck that people don't, but yep. it's like just part of Homestuck. Like, like you said, the, uh assessed and in the fandom strider assessed is a core part of the homestuck fandom absolutely and despite an interpretation of one of my tweets strider assessed shippers are the backbone because everyone is in a state of fear right now it's not as bad as it was in 2019 but if you're not on not safe for work fandom or if you're not like in cool places like like people who are pro ship or either just don't give a fuck right you are in a state of fear yeah i know this i hear from people who are in that state of fear i hear from people who are like like uh i have a friend who is uh kind of sex repulsed so they're probably not going to listen to this episode um and so like they don't get into any of this stuff they don't get into these conversations because the whole thing squicks them out not from any moral standpoint but just because how it is and they still are afraid for like basic ass things like shipping karezi and or or (laughs) being blocked for being my friend oh my god yeah i i i honestly have a few friends that 
uh, keep being friends with me, like on the down low. And yeah, uh, I completely understand because I'm definitely a target for a lot of anti harassment. They don't want to have to deal with any of that shit. Yeah, let's 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 go back around. I didn't uh, let you extrapolate on your uh, bro body pillow experience. Mm, well, um, uh, there was definitely. Uh, it was well received within the 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 company. So back up and explain the contest and like what what contest? Okay, so it was uh it was either the Homestuck two or three contest for uh it was We Love Fine at the time. Uh or no or no four fans by fans came second, correct? I'm pretty sure I it think came so. Second. It was for We Love Fine. Um, they were doing a Homestuck contest as they did like before and i always wanted a for a strider docky like i thought it would be hilarious you know thought it would be an incredible joke and the you know the staff seemed to agree when i um sent in my entry i worked like 24 hours on that thing and god i wish i could redraw it so bad <laughs> they they loved it it was super well received right and then i um i won like I was the staff pick. They they chose me for um the uh contest. I still have like screenshots of of the uh like photo op thing they did with the body pillows when the arid and pillow one as well. Oh my god. It it was I, it was wonderful. I might need that picture. I might see if that picture would make a good episode picture. I will absolutely send it to you because I still have it. But uh, it was it was honestly life changing for me at the time because I'd never like successfully done anything like that before. I'd never won a contest outside of like elementary school, and uh, my art was like finally getting out there to a large audience, and it life changing for me. But with that came the downward spiral of people who hated my content coming after me and coming after my career. Um, one of the big homestuck blogs at the time um like had a lot to say about the the body pillow uh on their um on their blog and uh it got to a point where like i i won an, another contest the uh, the next one with an alpha bro body pillow Ooh. yeah it wasn't up there for long but it was up there and um i uh you know, uh, that that also garnered me a lot of uh, negative attention. And um, it for was Alpha really, Bro? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because they knew oh, at that okay. point that I was a Strider Sus shipper that created a lot of Strider Sus content. And uh, there there was what what really just like broke the camel's back for, for these people that just really hated my guts for no other reason than fact that i was trying to shipper and i was being successful in um, getting my things up on wheel of fine was posting my dave sprite and little how prints on wheel of fine to be sold as a as a mouse pad and a uh like a like a poster right like a poster print uh, this person specifically went on to the comments of my products on we love fine and proceeded to link my not safe for work art 
Jesus Christ. On on We Love Fine, and like I had multiple people like uh their little lackeys coming in and just dogging on my art and shitting all over it for for me being a Stratoset shipper and I don't think I sold more than ten of them as a result because they um actively went into my shop page to make sure that everybody knew what kind of adult like fictional content i created and uh they were super happy about that i'm sure you know me a disabled trans man um not being able to make money any other way i'm sure they were really super proud of themselves for that one and and shit like that just continued like there were there were people that were friends with that person that would repost my prints and talk to their their followers about how ugly my art is um and air quotes yeah I, I i've experienced insane things from from antis and like big name antis too there are, there are a bunch of artists that uh, created actually a a group of people on discord to shit talk me like that was their their favorite thing to do when um i won the contests yeah i i, I mean i i don't know about you but i've i've like i've received death threats um suey baiting shit and people wishing death on my cat over these cartoon characters and i i know i should care more about like a human death but going after your cat is just a low blow it's it, my and my cat was sick at the time um i had a like a, a GoFundMe or donation thing going for uh my cat emerus because he was was very 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 fucking sick yeah and uh yeah, they, they looked at that picture of my orange bastard son and they decided, you know what? Well, you ship incest, so uh, I hope he dies. And it's like, look, <laughs> this person in in particular, I have to tell you, was a creepypasta fan. Oh my god. Um, Don't you know that creepypastas led people to murder someone? So... It's... <laughs> It's it's beyond me how um, these people like can consume um, content about like you know slashers and and shit like that, and they're fine. It's okay yeah. for them to consume that media or create that media, but the moment it becomes sexual, oh, clutch your pearls! It's the same puritanical fucking uh, right wing <laughs> conservative catholic christian baptist uh ideology that uh, being gay and queer sex is bad and evil wrong yeah laughing at people dying is okay getting off to people dying is wrong yeah it really is just it's backwards it's truly backwards um and it's it, it subscribes to the same it's first of all it subscribes to turf rhetoric 100 fucking percent and it also subscribes to fucking uh, transphobia and queerphobia in general. Like, how dare queer people have been policed on um, experiencing things in a queer way for fucking ever. Like, we've been demonized for experiencing queer content for forever. And unless that co uh, queer content is 100% fucking wholesome, we're getting the same shit now shit that we should have left behind years ago and it's within our own community as well where we are being um ostracized from people we are being demonized for consuming 
problematic media and uh it's 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 very sad people are losing their careers a girl was fed a needle um, oh yeah, yeah do you remember that yeah i i um i don't think i was around when that happened but i've heard i, I i've heard stories of it by now i saw somebody bless bless their heart they were a content creator on 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 twitter I forget what they worked on, but they dealt with some hate as well. And somebody told her that she deserved her cancer. Jesus Christ. And I think it was over sheath. Oh <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was over her shipping sheath. They said that she deserved her cancer for that. I'm sorry. Sheath has so much chemistry. If you don't, you don't have to like it, but if you don't see it, you're, you're a crazy person. Like uh, it's, and it's, it, I'm, I'm not super, uh, like big into Voltron, I did make a um, passive aggressive uh, art piece of of trans sheath, both of them. Yeah, just to piss people off for funsies. <laughs> yeah, I only watched the first two or three seasons, and then I just forgot to keep up with it. Yeah, and yeah, just like oh yeah, sheath, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I've I've I I don't know about you, but I've experienced. I have I honestly have screenshots of it too. Just crazy amounts of of anti-hate and it all started with body pillow yeah which fuck it i mean i'm I'm making mouse pads and, and standees and shit too now like cry about it i guess yeah i i've definitely received hate but like what gets me the most is when it comes from people i used to be friends with right mm-hmm. i had uh and this is also i want to touch on posting not safe for work in places that is a boundary where you should not be posting not safe for work. Yeah. That is an issue. And I had something similar to that happen where I got into an argument with one of my ex-friends. If I get deeper into it, it's going to, it's going to be super obvious what happened and it's not super relevant. But the point is I made them mad on Twitter because of shit. I said, because they made me mad and um, we got into the DMS and they said, Hey, I saw this post you made, like, and it had to have been, like, a year prior. Right. And I didn't like it, and I can't believe you said this. And they shared the post with me, and it was, I I swear also it was on my Not Safer Work Twitter and not on my main. And at the time, I was trying to keep that that uh, hidden because I was did not want to integrate um, my Not Safer Work uh, problematic shit into my main shit yet. Yeah. And now I just keep them separate because I don't want to police minors finding it from my main. And it was some Rose Doc Scratch thing I said. And okay. uh, they said to me, one, I, uh, uh, for context, I was in partial hospitalization for a month um, mm, after okay. all the drama of 2019, 2020, uh, 2020 happened, after I was harassed. And publicly um, humiliated. And publicly humiliated. Yeah, that like all that. It took me a while to process, and I also had other stressful stuff going on at the time, and it just culminated. You were baited, by the way. I'm going to say that for the fucking podcast that I I read through the transcripts, and that's what we call baiting. Yeah, I'm not sure I've like fully talked about that on the podcast. I'll have to actually do a episode about that at some time because. I was trying to ignore it and pretend that it didn't happen. And I shoved it down so much that it didn't pop up until fucking like June, like the summer of 2020. So like this person, I think was still friends with me or had been friends with me. And we weren't like hostile at each other at this point when I was in partial hospitalization. 
And so they come to me like a year later, like a year after they found this one not safe for work tweet I had and said, if you tell your therapist about it, she's going to lock you back up. Wow. To be clear, I wasn't even in the hospital. It was COVID. It was partial hospitalization, which meant for most of a day I was in Zoom calls. Gotcha. And she said, I hope you don't have any children ever. I hope you don't have any siblings. Oh, my God. Yeah, And I do have a brother, by the way. And then they shared that post. I, I don't know if they shared the full content of it or or what, but they DM'd one of our mutual friends about it, the sex repulsed friend I mentioned earlier, to, like, warn them about me. What? Okay. Like... They broke a boundary I had with that person because I know they are sex repulsed or at the very least sex averse. And so like, we don't talk about that stuff. I know they don't like the stuff I'm into. So we don't talk about it because that's a normal, healthy thing. Yeah, it is actually. (laughs) And they broke that boundary on both of our ends because I guarantee you they didn't ask before sharing it. Oh, yeah, probably not. They tend not to. And Honestly. my and that friend came to me and said, this is what was told to me. And I said, yeah, like it's some fictional stuff I'm into. And they're like, cool. I trust you to be a good person. Like basically, right? Like I trust that you are not like a bad person IRL. I don't personally get it. It squeaks me out to hell and back, but I trust you. Right. Because I mean, it's, it's fictional like you're not hurting anybody you know what i mean and you know that that person who had it didn't really care about it or else it wouldn't have taken them an entire year to bring it up um unfortunately that person is also big in uh fandom especially like fandom creation spaces Mm. so this isn't a a reason why i think my uh, bringing on creators to talk about their creations is a big deal because I don't want because I feel like the current spaces for creators in the fandom are very you you have to be either in certain groups or explicitly not in certain groups. Yeah, it's clicky. It's, it's yeah. Um, you have to be like this pure like wholesome person in order to like fit the bill for these people. You have to um, be a part of their little cult in order to participate in certain things. And and God forbid you are wholesome and pure and you just don't want to talk to one of the big creators anymore. And they throw a whole ass fucking fit about it and uh, ban you from anything to do with uh, the um, big events in, in Homestuck. Yep. Like, it, you, you can literally breathe wrong and these people will ban you from participating in um fandom group things it's it's really just it's insane it's one of the reasons why i haven't even tried to participate in any sort of like group project for um homestuck because i already know these people hate my guts and, and that's fine it sucks for me because the reason not that it doesn't suck for you but like So the reason I started making friends in the Homestuck community in 2019 was because I joined a voice acting project. Uh, Ended up not getting anywhere because not everyone's made out to be a project manager. But but I made all my friends, uh, some of who are still friends with me. Oh, I made some more after it. But like I made the majority of my friends. I got into the Homestuck community because 
I got cast in a uh, a friend sim voice acting project. That is awesome. Yeah, and it was it was a lot of fun, and I continue to get into other voice acting projects. I good. Um, and I, I I still like to do a lot of stuff like that. There's actually a podcast uh, that's currently offline, but I'm going to start uploading to mine is um the doomed timelines which um my friend made where we got voice actors together to read homestuck fanfic to like oh i love that yeah uh it's i it is unfortunately offline right now but i'm trying to get it back up because it was a fun project and i miss being in homestuck projects right like i miss submitting to to zines um i miss being in voice acting stuff. And I also miss the culture where like just anyone could be part of a project. Yeah. Like I was a nobody whenever I got cast in the voice acting project. Like I like had literally been on the Twitter for like a month. And then I saw uh, uh, the audition and I put my stuff in and I got it. Right. Hell yeah. And it, it sucks. Yeah. That it's so clicky that you have to know the right people that you have to say the right things. It's all about publicity and just being like the perfect little fandom robot in order for uh, people to enjoy you as a person. It's very dehumanizing. Honestly. And it sucks because there are wonderful creators in this fandom. I mean, like, incredible creators in this fandom that have been ostracized from big Homestuck projects because they drew Bro Strider holding Dave's hand once, or Gamzee kissing Terezi, or Amporasess. Like, they have been ostracized. It, it truly is just, you know, it's sad these people are so talented they're wonderful people and that's that's the funny thing about it is like all the people who are denying people a platform in these fandom spaces are terrible they are so fucking mean and their their favorite thing is just bullying the shit out of people and talking shit about them attempting to hurt feelings shitting on their art like it's their favorite fucking thing right but these people that you know create this problematic content are the nicest most welcoming people that i have ever fucking met like and i feel so safe with with these creators and it's just a pity that people don't get to experience that they don't get to experience the oh we just love this thing and it's not about like the ships that we hate it's not about um making everything pure and and just going for brownie points uh from representation etc 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 like it's about just creating with people that you care about which was what homesuck was always about like creating and enjoying the fandom in your way with other people I miss the days of of homestuck like get togethers at malls and shit. I miss that. I I miss I'm I'm sad I wasn't around for that. Like so here's the thing. I was around I started reading in like 2011 2012. I I started reading before the Kickstarter cuz I backed the Kickstarter. I just was reading a thousand and one web comics and I was in a fandom for none of them and I just did not make an exception for homestuck. I just did not look up homestuck people really. 
That's fair. Just didn't get in fandom. And it's it's just very funny. I'm like, this is a webcomic. I did, I'm not in a uh, questionable content fandom. <laughs> like, so I was there and I just missed out on a lot. That's it was wonderful. I can honestly tell you that the experiences I had um, early on during uh, Stuck's Big Boom were, were phenomenal. Houston. I was in Houston stuck for a while. Oh, because I'm that's where I'm from, Houston. And uh, I would go to the meetups, the Homestuck meetups at the malls, and <laughs> they were wonderful. Like people would bring food and their sketchbooks, and they would cosplay. And um, I went to um, it was wonderful. There were there was a Homestuck prom. I had oh. never been to prom before. I'd never been to prom before. I, I'm a high school dropout. You know, oh, yeah. I just I could not handle high school, so I I, I dropped. Out. And you know, severe bully was uh, the main reason I dropped out. Never got to go to prom, so I got to go to a homestuck prom with with one of my partners, and everybody cosplayed. You know, I was I was Tavros for it, and my partner was Gamby. This was back when I was like like OG, uh, Sergeant Spank era, where I just drew a lot of Gamtav. Fantastic. Before I came out as trans, actually, Homestuck uh, indeed did trans my gender. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But I went to prom and there were so many wonderful people there. Like I had never felt like so happy to be around a bunch of weird fucking nerds that love the same thing as me. It was wonderful. Like the, the 413 parties where everyone would bake a cake and you know, binge watch shitty fucking movies, Con Air, you know, Little Monster, like, it was wonderful, and uh, I miss those days, and I wish we could go back to them, truly, because that's what Homestuck was all fucking about, it was like, about community, and just having fucking fun with people, it wasn't about, um, well, you have to be commercially, like, palatable to other people and you can't do anything wrong ever or enjoy anything bad ever or you're gonna make us look bad therefore you are bad like it wasn't like that yeah strider says shippers are the canary in the fucking coal mine if you can't have strider says shippers out on normie homestuck twitter or homestuck tumblr or wherever you don't have a good fandom it was top 10 yeah it was literally top 10 ships one of my uh friends in a server said that they saw uh, a, a bro and a Dave like make out at like Seattle Pride. Oh back yeah, in the day. Oh yeah, like it was everywhere. It was so common, and and, and uh, of course this was before when there was like fan and bro. Like people were really like they they didn't know as much as they do now about bro. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't fucking matter. And, and I will spend hours explaining. <laughs> obviously not on here and not on this episode but not on this episode yeah (laughs) i could spend hours explaining my thoughts on burst rider and uh once shit came out about him in the comic like people were just like ew no fuck burst rider he's the worst blah 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 and uh yeah everything fell to shit and anybody who created there were wonderful fucking artists that just left left the fandom because of all of the drama and all of the like hatred and vitriol it's it's terrible (laughs) yeah me saying bro kicking dave down the stairs was like like just the bro day fight was like funny as it was meant to be uh was the start of me losing one of my friends (laughs) because like i mean it was supposed to be funny supposed to be funny that's the joke he's a fucking fake white boy fucking 
literally teaching a kid the way of the samurai that's what's funny about it he's teaching a child the way of the samurai why do you think he's doing this shit that he's doing like people honestly will bring up bro uh hit dave so hard with his sword that dave's uh the record on dave's shirt broke and i'm like that's not an injury that's not a real thing that happens to people that's fucking wily coyote painting a fucking hole on the side of the grand canyon and then a train coming out of it yeah that's not an injury he did not hit his brother so hard that his record broke as like that's not a real thing it's ever the thing about homestuck is even the serious parts even the parts that fucking hurt even the parts that like rip your soul out of your body because they are so sad they are still meant to have some semblance of fucking humor it is still supposed to be funny yeah oh another another thing that was funny explicitly meant to be funny but was also a step in me losing that friendship was when friska's looking at the cue ball at like asking about the future and it's like i'm about to blow up in your face and then the next scene is it blows up in her face yeah that's fucking hilarious hilarious or friska being hit with her own harm because equia still has control yeah that's fucking funny it's funny like the whole thing is is supposed to be one awful and morbid and two funny yeah just like cartoons (laughs) (laughs) yes because they are guess what they're fucking cartoons and vriska is a great character i do enjoy vriska as a character oh i love vriska so much i think vriska is a phenomenal uh example of a very flawed and also very deep and in-depth character but the fandom definitely likes to play favorites over who is more problematic and they definitely choose briska as one of the characters that is like oh she can do briska did nothing wrong but they will shit over other characters like unbashedly just not care about these other characters and it's so backwards i just whenever someone makes me feel anxious about Vriska because they're being too loud about loving her. I just make up more head cannons that they would hate. Oh, for Vriska? Like trans mask Vriska. Yeah. Ooh. Um, listen, Vriska's hot in every form. Every yeah. form. Vriska's hot in every form. Um, but I am also a gay man, so I have to say that I would thoroughly enjoy a trans mask Vriska. Um, trans femme Vriska is great. Honestly, transing any of the characters' genders is phenomenal in Homestuck. Uh, I I personally had canon Dave Strider as a trans man and have for years. But also, if people want to turn Dave into Dove, then fucking go for it. Hell yeah. They are fucking Barbie dolls. Please play with them the way that you want to. Absolutely. Okay, there was something else I was going to talk about uh when we talked about your shit oh yeah like we kind of we touched on this definitely with like talking about the clicks and stuff for fandom the very much um like this person did something wrong so you have to unfollow them and oh this person still follows them so you have to unfollow them and it's just like spreading out ripples of like so far away from the original person who was quote unquote bad that like you just have like a whole chain of people you have to unfollow because they're not unfollowing based on dumb shit. Yeah, it's a toxic game of telephone. 
yeah, I've definitely been one of those people that's like, don't follow Sergeant Spank because of X, Y, and Z. Oh, I had someone uh, somehow had been following me for months after I like definitely was out as like pro ship on my uh, jerkification account who started adding people and being like, hey, uh, uh, jerkification is pro ship. Are you aware of that? You're following them. What was hilarious you know getting rid of that i did have mutuals block me after that what was hilarious is they did at my podcast account where i have jerkification in the bio as like this is the person who runs it right but they did at my podcast being like hey you follow jerkification they're pro ship by the way and i was like hi that's me that's me yeah <laughs> guess i'm gonna unfollow myself it's very weird because people like to take pro ship and pro fiction and they really like to bend what that actually means to fit their narrative yeah you know what i mean like uh, i am very much what i say is i am very much uh pro leaving people the fuck alone over because people think that pro ship and pro fic are are just like yeah pro uh pedophilia pro zoophilia and it's like that's that's not how it works just because you watch scream doesn't mean that you're gonna put on a fucking halloween mask and start killing teenagers like it does not fucking work like that and people apply different logic to things that are sexual all the fucking time i I cannot believe somebody was like um you should unfollow this person and it was you it was me i've been you the whole time I would lose my mind. I would absolutely go crazy. I, I took a uh, a screenshot of my bio and circled my my name in the bio saying like, yeah, this is me. This is me. You did a bad job. I'm I'm trying to find the one where this person was like, oh, you shouldn't follow uh, Sergeant Spank because he's a, he's a transphobe. Oh, my God. And I, I was called a transphobe for drawing um, trans Dave as a as a trans man. Yes, that Very is the most transphobic thing you could do. My favorite thing <laughs> was Dirkification, the account that I was called a June skeptic on, the account that people accused me of trans misogyny for not even openly disliking June, but just not liking the culture around June and making some mild posts about it and getting into an argument with one trans person shinigami eyes lists me as green are you aware of shinigami eyes shinigami eyes no so it's an extension that will list some people as green if they are confirmed to be cool with trans people and will list people as red if they are confirmed transphobes okay so it's really handy to just like discount someone's argument out of hand it's like hey i don't know if this person like maybe is saying something they don't realize is bad or what and then they're they're like a red in shinigami eyes and like oh no they're just this is a thing for them is they just go around and make like statements to get you to bait you into arguments right right but my dirtification account is listed as green so when people see it, they will see a trans ally, and I'm so happy about it. That's wonderful. I could not tell you if uh, that is the same for for me, because uh, I draw Dave Bro, you know? Yeah. 
No, uh, you're not. You're not on there as either red or green, which is how most people are. Oh, but oh. like, I don't think the person listens to fandom drama reasons. I think you'd have to actually show like proof of actual transphobia. I see. I see. I see. Sometimes I'll just go through my followers and see if anyone pops up as red or if I'm seeing discourse going around, but a lot of them who are starting it feels baity and they're all red. I'm just like, block, block, block. Well, I mean, as is your God-given right. Fuck it. I block so many people. I have such a hard time on my main Twitter, really? like my main homestuck Twitter, because I've blocked so many people that I'm like, I need to find more homestuck people, but it's very hard. Yeah, there's fear involved. Yeah, there's fear involved, and it's just like I blocked a lot of the main people. I don't know if they're still main people, and I never will because I blocked them, and they blocked me. It was a mutual blocking by almost every BNF at the time. Oh, yeah, so I, I did want to talk about virtue signaling a little bit because I never really yes. thought about it too much until I was on the Homestuck Reddit. And I get, I don't like scroll through there often. I just get, uh, I just let Reddit send me notifications, and sometimes it's like, this person made some fan art and like, oh, cool. Like the fan art. Maybe say something nice right. about it. Right. But then right. Um, people started doing these, sh these uh, ship tier lists. And this one was notable because some of the ones included were like Dave bro and John bro and stuff like that. Okay. It, it's a weird ship tier list. Cause I went to do it and they didn't have like Airden and Vriska as a ship. They didn't, or they did. They did not. And I'm like, Why? you have to at least pair all the trolls together. I love that ship. That's such a good ship. Exactly. And it's like canon in the comic. Like, why don't you have this mm -hmm. one? But you have like, like you have yeah, bro dad. Canonically, like, oh, yes. Uh, Which, uh, yeah, not shitting on bro dad. It's just like, but you have like something that that is like crack ship adjacent, but you don't have a canon ship on. It's a really weird ship tier list. Well, people don't like to acknowledge that Aridin and Briska had a lot of chemistry and that they like role played together and shit. But you have Dave remember... Bro on it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's backwards. <laughs> like. That's that's my thing is like it, I would get it if they were ignoring all all ships deemed problematic, but they weren't. <laughs> Not at all. Dave Bro is like top tier, like the most problematic ship in the fandom. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, but people were posting those. One person posted it and had um John Jade, uh, at the top or like near the top, and people were big mad about it. Why? Because it's John Jade. But. There's chemistry. I don't understand. Like, but, oh my God. uh, yeah. And didn't have a lot of like, cause this, this person organized it into quadrants and okay. so put a lot of Wolowa ships into pale quadrants. Okay. And got mad about that because people will both simultaneously say pale is romantic. So I can't believe you put Karkat Kanaya in the pale. And also oh, I say, I can't believe you put Rosemary in, in pale. They're canonically flush. And he, the, the guy was like, this is my, this is my thing. This is what I personally, these like. are my Barbie dolls. Like go um, play with yours over there. Like, I can't believe you have, uh, uh, John Jade in, in flush and you hate Rosemary. Try to be like, you're just a lesbophobe. You just hate gay people. And it's like, Friss Resi was awesome at the top. What do you want? But in what I Chris think. Resi rolls. <laughs> what I think was in response to this was someone used that uh, ship tier list again 
but just had a tier list at the bottom that was labeled as incest pedophilic or something else like otherwise problematic what yeah like they included a tier at the bottom for the incest pedo ships so they could put like you know john jade and bro john and all of that down there wait okay can uh, what what is inherently like so awfully disgusting about john jade besides the fact that it was fucking incest because uh, this is something that I, I I've talked to with with friends with close friends. It, incest is one of the most basic bitch baby fucking like vanilla problematic kinks that there are. Yeah. It really truly fucking is. But people and, and people love to um, lump pedophilia and incest uh, together very very often. And uh, it's it's just wild to me that this is what they are hung up on when there is canon incest in the. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's an issue. So, and my thing was, you didn't have to put those ships on there. Like the tier list maker does not make you put everything on the tier list. So this was my like, oh, you're just actively virtue signaling. You're just saying, literally, yeah. there are ships I don't like and think are bad. They're gross and icky, and so I'm putting them on here so you know that I think they're gross and icky. And I'm a better person because I think they're gross and icky. Yeah, that's literally it. That's what they do. Like, I would have had less of a problem if it was just like an A through F, and then on F they just had all the ships they don't like and think are gross and icky. Like, that's fine. That's what it's for. But to specifically say, I think this is pedophilia, Here's the ship I think is pedophilia. They claim that any like guardian with uh the kid, one of the beta kids or the alpha kids incest in the fandom is automatically pedophilic despite them being a, a, like grown ass adults. And I was actually uh, I saved a few screenshots and uh on articles about these issues and virtue signaling is 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 something that they, they do and it's harmful. Because they will uh, put in reports for, you know, cartoon lowly show bullshit, right? Yeah. And uh, there's there's like an entire article on IWF, which is the Internet Watch Foundation. And the, it says thousands of images and videos of child sexual abuse could be going undetected because of false reports. And it is virtue signaling. It's like, look at this, look, look at these bad, awful, nasty people. And it's actively harming. Yeah, because they have to wade through cartoons. Yep. This says in May 2019, the UK's independent inquiry into child sexual abuse heard that reports received by the National Crime Authority from the United States hotline NCMEC included large numbers of non-actionable images, including cartoons, along with personally identifiable information of those responsible for uploading them. According to Swiss police, up to 90% of the reports received from NCMEC related to innocent images. Like. <laughs> yeah, like that is an actual like moral, real world, ethical affects people issue. It is. But they don't care once it affects real people. Yeah. And it's just they have to. It's like putting like the, the stuff in, in their like freaks DNI. Like that's virtue signaling. No one knows what that means. Like 
okay. I'm so sorry that you're bland and boring. I don't yeah, right. <laughs> like, okay, I will not interact. You have a shitty attitude. Why would I want to? <laughs> Absolutely. Especially queer people, even those who are unrelated to fandom, especially those who are unrelated to fandom, will see Freaks D&I. And it's like, oh, that's about me, though. <laughs> even if, like, the the person putting it in their D&I do not consider that. There's just a lot of sex negativity. There's a lot of purity around uh, another topic we haven't even fucking touched on, but oppression Olympics. Mm, yes. Oh, oh my God. Someone on Tumblr posted how like you guys laugh at the Overwatch uh, oppression chart, but that's how you guys work. Yeah. So like they rack up the points based on like their own Overwatch oppression chart and decide who is the most oppressed and that person is correct. It doesn't even have to be about something that affects them, but uh, they're just automatically the most correct about whatever it is. Unless, of course, they're disagreeing with the person talking about it, in which case they're like a pick me or poisoned or something. God, what I can say about the oppression Olympics, what my personal experience with that is, there was a point in time during all this anti-discourse where people were like, okay, you're allowed to create these things if you openly tell people what you've been through. Yeah, list out your trauma Give people for me. your, exactly, like, give me your life story, and then I will decide whether or not you are allowed to draw or consume this certain type of media and uh, a lot of people ended up I, I i technically was one of them um coming out about you know things that had happened to them and and like had to express like oh well i'm i'm enjoying this shit because it helps me cope with certain trauma um which is completely backed up by therapists there there are so many fucking therapists out there that have very openly stated that engaging in problematic media um, can be helpful for people who are traumatized, right? Yeah. But it went from that, like they kept changing the goalposts, right? Like, so it went from like, okay, you're allowed to enjoy this type of fiction if you've been through this to, uh, well, you still shouldn't create it anyways. And if, if you if you do create this thing, then obviously you liked what happened to you. Like terrible, awful things to say to survivors. And then it became, uh, oh, well, I've been through this and people like you creating this certain kind of content is the reason why uh, this shit happened to me. Do you know what I mean? Like I've, I've literally been told that I'm the reason that somebody was sexually assaulted by a family member because of the things that I draw. And the things that I create. And uh, it really is just, I've had it worse than you. And uh, fuck you for creating this content. And I'm better than you because I have been through worse than you. Uh, I'm just sick of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's absolutely fucked up. You know, sometimes you'll sit down and do the research for one of these people because they say they want the research and you'll do it. And they don't want the research. Yeah. No, because... I, I've talked to my therapist like it came up because I'm like yeah this person's I'm, I'm being harassed by this person or these people they're like well, why are they harassing you and I explain and they're like but that's fine what you're doing's fine yeah like therapists are legally required to put you the fuck away if they believe that something that you are doing is wrong and evil 
and like they are legally required to report to authorities if you're doing something fucking illegal and dangerous they have to yeah they have to it is a part of their fucking job and uh it doesn't matter to these people um because they're afraid they're afraid that if they uh, agree with this logic that they will lose whole entire friend groups they are afraid that if they actually start to believe these people that are like they're just cartoons nobody's getting hurt that they will be um, demonized and ostracized as well and it sucks because nine times out of ten they're right i lost my whole entire friend group partially because of the june drama and everything that happened around that why i just don't i can't understand that the blow up was from one friend group that uh imploded on me was when i said no i like john as john not as june and that ended that whole friend group for me that's i mean but there's multiple universes they're allowed to love june and uh you're allowed to love john like yeah it's there are multiple fucking universes in which you can enjoy a certain character because i like june too i also like trans mask john the 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 fucking options are infinite absolutely they're infinite that's what makes it great (laughs) um but yeah so i lost friends for that and then i also lost friends when i started uh posting more like pro ship adjacent views and then i started just telling people like hey i'm about to be problematic on main you're probably going to get targeted if you stay friends with me so i'm letting you know now that's awful i'm so sorry you should not have to warn your friends that you're you're going to be talking about fictional characters and it's going to be like heavy and and like your friends shouldn't be afraid of that it makes no sense yeah um and like i was going through a whole lot i was not in a good headspace so i it, it's stuff it's an era i probably would have done different now right but um i did have some friends drop i had some friends stick around and then i had some friends drop later when they realized oh no you were serious you are causing like conflict with other people i know because you're doing your own thing over there why is there conflict to be had is my question like it's 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 all dumb shit and then i've had people who have had people block them and they still stick around me and uh i i definitely appreciate that like that's wonderful yeah it just sucks because uh some people are becoming like disillusioned in the rest of everyone because like i try to keep my shit to myself right i don't want to go hey mm-hmm. i know you're friends with all these people well they were kind of shitty to me i think you should like i don't want to like try to please people's friendships because like a lot of times is they were ex-friends that i was friends with and i'm like maybe it was just a me problem and then i'm just watching other people slowly realize that oh no they are being shitty about things and that sucks like you have like i (laughs) i became disillusioned with some of my friends and some uh webkin people who uh i did get targeted specifically by and it's uh it's just it's just wild like for having the wrong opinions and again initially my wrong opinions weren't even in the problematic fiction era it was a different type of purity culture um that just doesn't get talked about enough it was just you don't have the right head canons 
Wow. Yeah, I've I've definitely experienced that too. Um, people don't like the way I draw striders, which is fine. That's fine. And I've been you know shot on for for head canning head canning my my striders the way that I do. And it's like here here's the thing. I draw these these characters a lot of the time. I kind of put a little bit of myself. This sounds this is gonna sound crazy, but I kind of put a little bit of myself into their experiences because I I relate very heavily with uh Dave Strider as as a character. Um I grew up in fucking Houston, um like poor, broke as shit, with not great fucking parents. And I just I I latched onto this character very fucking heavily because I I understand I draw these characters like me to some degree because I relate to them so heavily and people hate that shit you know they they will hate that shit <laughs> but yeah sorry I remembered the point I was trying to make before and then I like ended it at like I ended it forgetting what point I was going at. Oh, go for it. Yeah. But yeah, so the point is, is like, yes, you are most likely going to lose friend groups if you like come out as like pro ship, whatever. If you like post pro ship stuff, if you like. Or anti harassment. Yeah, anti harassment. If you stop caring, if you don't like buy in to blocking everyone who is friends with people who are friends with people, right? Right. But like, yeah, but they're not worth it. Yeah, they're not worth it. You're going to find so many better friends. On the other yes. end. Not that Absolutely. everyone on this side is like great. There's shitty people here. There's abusers here. There always is. Every part of every community is going to have the worst of the worst. Yeah, just like there are convicted fucking pedophiles in the anti movement. It's it just is what it is. Yeah, convicted pedophiles, convicted uh uh okay. I will say I prefer saying convicted sexual abusers because not all sexual abusers are pedophiles and often they aren't. Oh, yeah. So that's just there have been a few pedophiles caught in the fandom, though, for sure. Truly, um, yeah, but like child sexual abusers, I just like to like say that as the as the term because like absolutely stuff I'm not going to get into on this episode. It's a whole other episode. That's the other episode that I want research to back me up on. That's fine. Totally understandable. Um, but as far as like con- con- conviction stuff goes, but um, but yeah, like convict, like no, I do remember one person saying yes, I uh i did rape my sister or my stepsister or like some some person but at least i'm not pro ship yeah i do remember that and he was uh i i think i think he i'm gonna say he i think it was a he too uh, sure um uh, I do remember that. I do remember him admitting that and people just like sucking his fucking ass and like, oh, well, well, it's okay. I also saw somebody that was like uh, quoting a uh, anti-harassment individual, like a, a pro-fiction individual. Um, they were quoting them like, you don't care about real people more than you care about fictional characters and they were like yeah that's the whole point absolutely like they're they, they like so close to getting the fucking point yeah so close to fucking understanding and missing the mark every single fucking time it reminds me of the one post uh someone made where it's like they they just screenshotted something a republican said it's like the thing about democrats is that they would save a person over the statue of liberty like they think people are more important than like I don't know just like some shit like that where it's like yes of course it's I'm like yes yes they are yeah 
like oh you think people deserve um housing and and deserve to be able to fucking eat and uh live comfortably and be able to pay their rent with their fucking paycheck with one fucking paycheck just be able to pay their full fucking rent yes yes i do i believe that minimum wage fucking workers believe or deserve to be able to feed themselves and pay for their fucking rent why is this so hard for you to grasp it's just so funny that like it's it's those conservatives putting cultural significant things over individual people and antis do the same shit exactly well antis tend to you know subscribe with the same ideals that conservatives have all the time but they just like put it in some sort of progressive sounding language which is what fucking got me fucking got me for a while you've grown as a person and that's that's a beautiful thing yeah you just you just grow and you self-reflect and you change i just want people to know that like if you're afraid of what your friends are gonna say for like things that literally don't harm anyone else because that's one of the things that really got me when i was being harassed right when all my friends were dropping like flies whenever i was finding out that people i've never talked to were talking about me that i didn't even know they knew me i was like i didn't hurt anyone right i've never hurt it well in this context i'm not saying i've never hurt anyone i'm a person i'm a person i've hurt people <laughs> right right but like in that situation i was not being harassed and ostracized because i hurt anyone no you were being harassed and ostracized of a cartoon and you should never have to be afraid that your friends are going to hate you for liking your cartoons a certain way and doing certain things with your cartoons in your family you should never be afraid of that you should never be afraid of losing somebody over that and people shouldn't be policing queer people on how they enjoy fictional cartoon media period because we've been demonized for that shit for long enough for for just having queer experiences for long enough it's time to stop that shit I need to wrap it up now. Is there any last points you want to make before we wrap up? My last point is, uh, I guess basically what I want to say is if something makes you happy and you want to create that thing, do not worry about what other people think about you creating that thing. Create it because at the end of the day, those people do not fucking matter. At the end of the day, you have yourself and what makes you happy is more fucking important. Like, you are not anybody's therapist, okay? You are not a fucking babysitter. You are not getting paid to care about these random-ass internet people. If you want to create something because it makes you happy and you are not hurting anybody, create it. Do not stop. Do not get discouraged. You are not alone in feeling these, these feelings and, and being afraid. I, I have experienced quite a bit of fear and uh, it has definitely fucked with my brain quite a bit to to think about how I've affected other people. But at the end of the fucking day, these are other people. Most of them strangers are going to have a problem with you and fuck them. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, care about you. Care about what you like. And you will find people that care about you despite whatever fucking shit you like. People are going to care about you no matter what. You just have to find the right circles and the right friends. If these people are uh, making you afraid, then you should not be in, in contact with them, period. Just love yourself because it took me a, a while 
to uh, start loving myself again and to, uh, to give myself uh, a platform to create again because I felt so fucking guilty. So don't, don't feel guilty. That's great. I, I don't think I have anything to, to add on to that. Cause that's like, <laughs> like the whole fucking point, right? Yeah, it really is. Cool. And in that case, uh, is there anything you want to plug? Yeah, you can uh, find my merchandise. I have my body pillows up for $44 now. I've cut the price considerably. On Etsy, I'm a Corvid's Horde on, on Etsy. Uh, on Twitter, my not safer work is Sergeant Spunk. Just one full word, no dash. My uh, safer work Twitter is Sergeant Spank. I'm Sergeant Spank on everything, mostly, <laughs> for the most part. And uh, you can find me um, pretty much anywhere. Just search Sergeant Spank on, on Google. You'll be fine. Trust me. <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, in that case, thank you very much for coming on. I am certain I'm going to have you on again for one thing or another. I'm so excited. I appreciate you having me in, in general. This was, this was a lot of fun. It was great to, to get to talk to somebody about this stuff. It's been a long time coming and yeah. ah, coming. Um, and it's, it's not, it's not going to stop here. In fact, I just might take things we talked about and turn individual parts into one whole episode. And this is just our kind of overview. Introductory. Yeah. Little, yeah. Overview. Sounds great to me. Okay. Awesome. I would love to be back. Yes. And in, in that case, I will see you all in however long the next episode, um, a week, two weeks, a time. I'll see you guys a, a time. time. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you to Dami for composing the theme song and editing the episode. You can find more of her work at soundcloud.com slash dominothief. Shout out to our fakest fan tier supporters, Danny the Spoon Lord and Tezrak. You can become a supporter and receive early episodes and bonus content for as little as $1 a month over at ko-fi.com slash jacksyaks or simply give a one-time tip. For information on and links to my other projects, head over to jacksyax.com. Thanks again for listening.